Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning, it's Wednesday, July 25th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Naval Academy announced yesterday that it is bringing charges against a midshipman who allegedly distributed illegal drugs. Commander David McKinney said an Article 32 hearing, which is similar to a civilian grand jury proceeding, has been scheduled for today before a military court at the Washington Navy Yard to help determine whether the case should proceed to an actual court-martial. While the midshipman was not named in a news release from the Academy, McKinney did confirm that some of the charges related to an arrest by the Dover, Delaware Police Department back in June. Now, Dover police have said that the arrest happened on June 15th at the Firefly Music Festival, where midshipmen Zachary Williams of Canal Fulton, Ohio, was arrested with another man from Ohio, Edward Hartman. The two allegedly sold ecstasy to undercover officers in the camping grounds. Officers searched their vehicles, found 33 grams of ecstasy, 4.6 grams of cocaine, 1.1 grams of marijuana, and a digital scale, all according to a police report. They were released on $142,000 bail, and charges included possession with intent to deliver cocaine, second-degree conspiracy, and possession of marijuana, and it is unclear whether either of them have an attorney for those Delaware charges. McKinney reiterated that the U.S. Navy and the Naval Academy both have a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to the use of illegal substances and take all allegations of misconduct very seriously. Governor Larry Hogan's administration is making up to $78 million in federal funding available to victims of crime. The funding from the Victims of Crime Assistance Grant is available to Maryland counties and programs serving victims of crime. The money will be allocated over a two-year period, and the deadline for applications is August 16th. The grant can support a variety of services and activities to help crime victims. It's the ninth year that the governor's office has administered the funding. The money has been used for crisis intervention, therapy and support groups, emergency transportation, and transitional shelter. And it's also been used for mental health assistance and advocacy, which is something that we do need in a big way here in Maryland. Governor Hogan, again, is pretty happy. The three major bond rating agencies have reaffirmed Maryland's AAA bond rating. This is according to Treasurer Nancy Kopp, and she announced that yesterday. Maryland is one of 12 states to have the unanimous top rating. Standard & Poor's, Moody's, and Fitch have rated the state's bonds AAA since 1993. Cops said, we are pleased and proud that Maryland continues to be recognized as a strong AAA state, a distinction that affirms our state's outstanding commitment to prudent and proactive financial management. The rating agencies gave Maryland a stable outlook, noting strong fiscal management and high income levels, though noting the challenge of growing fixed costs in pension, debt service, and retiree health benefits. As if the newspaper industry needed any more bad news, the price of newsprint has jumped to its highest level in a decade as tariffs imposed by the Trump administration on imports from Canada start to bite, causing U.S. newspapers to further pare down their print offerings and piling more pressure on the beleaguered industry. 
Printers and publishers are blaming the price jump on the tariffs of up to 32% on imports into the United States. Rising newsprint prices were cited by the Tampa Bay Times when it announced job cuts earlier this year. The publishers of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette have told the union that the paper will cease printing two days a week from next month, and the Salt Lake Tribune is printing its local news section only three days a week with reductions to the number of remaining pages. According to estimates by the Pew Research Center, daily newspaper circulation in the U.S. has fallen 17.9% since 2015, as advertising revenues have dropped by almost $3.9 billion. Newsroom staffing has been cut 11% in that time, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor. Now, Tronk, which is the parent company of the Capitol and the Baltimore Sun, just recently had extensive layoffs at the New York Daily News. They cut 50% of the news staff and eliminated 100% of the photographers, saying that the paper was going to focus on digital delivery, headline, and breaking news. More good news for bikers and more good news for the Downtown Annapolis Partnership. The Downtown Annapolis Partnership received a $20,000 grant to help improve the city's bicycling infrastructure. McKee Foods, a snack and granola company that owns Little Debbie, which is kind of ironic if you ask me, awarded the grant as part of its Outdoor Happiness Movement Program, which encourages a healthy lifestyle. The $20,000 will be used to install signage and sharrows, which are paintings on the highway indicating that you should share the road with bicycles and give you the arrow that the bicycle should be traveling on eight downtown streets that were identified in the 2011 Bicycle Master Plan. Those streets are King George, Compromise, Randall, College, Calvert, Cathedral, Franklin, and Duke of Gloucester Street. The executive director of the Downtown Annapolis Partnership said, Making downtown Annapolis bike-friendly improves the lives of our residents and visitors by giving them another healthy option to travel around this historic city and helps us reduce the number of cars in our city center. That was Eric Evans, executive director of the Downtown Annapolis Partnership. Good news for bicycles. That is about it for the top news today. Be sure to check out ionanapolis.net all throughout the day because we do update it consistently throughout the day. Please recommend us to your friends, co-workers, and colleagues. And hang tight. We've got George Young with DMV Weather coming up right after this word from Kegs and Corks. Don't miss the best event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at cakesandcorksfest.com. For noon entry, cakesandcorksfest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, July 25th. Another day and more rain ahead for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County today as the flash flood watch remains in effect through tonight as persistent showers and storms could potentially equate to several inches of rain in spots depending on exactly where the south-to-north oriented lines of storms set up as they move through the region. More rain expected tomorrow as well, as temps warm a bit into the mid to upper 80s, and then even warmer Friday with temps upper 80s to lower 90s. But with Friday through Sunday comes the silver lining in this whole daunting rainy period of ours, because while rain is technically possible each day, the chances go way down, so maybe we'll get away with drier conditions just for a bit. 
but those chances are going to be short-lived as high chances of moderate to heavy rain return Monday into mid or late next week. So stay tuned for that and start to look at Friday through Sunday as the best chance to get out and about without getting soaked. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there and be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere, anytime at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather so you can always stay weather informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. September 29th, the inaugural Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft beer, music, food, and arts festival. Presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. Dance the afternoon away to the sounds of Saved by Zero and the Groove Spot Band. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 29th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets at twistandstout.org. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.